This is a new podcast. It's a new Episode year. Eight. Right? 2022 as well. The first one of the new year. And you just got back from a Disney trip. Like, less than two weeks ago? Is that right? Uh, yeah. Like, before the uh, new year, right at it, right? Our last day was New Year's Day. So, uh, I guess... Well, we- I think our listeners want to learn... What'd you do? What was, like, highlights? I want to know the best, the worst, what you do different, what you would always still do the same. Yeah, well, we stayed at Art Animation, a family suite. Awesome. Those rooms are spectacular. Uh, Like, there's so much more space compared to, like, your normal moderate or value resort. What's What's the setup look like there? Yeah, so you walk in and... Uh, immediately there's a, a table that turns into a Murphy bed and that's really nice and a good use of space. And then there's a living area with a couch that turns into a, a bed as well. And just to the side of the couch is a little kitchenette. So I think there's, there's a microwave and they give you some flatware and nice. uh, uh, plates and whatnot. And then there's an actual fridge like the, uh, the rooms and the moderates, they have a beverage cooler. Like right, actually a fridge, which was nicer. I could That's tell super cool. if I was making the temperature cooler or hotter, which was tough to do in the beverage cooler. But anyway, <laughs> and then there's a bedroom with one bed, um, and there's two bathrooms, which is a super plus. Yeah. When there's five of you. So, uh, but That's I highly, awesome. I highly recommend the family suites. And the location, we were in the Nemo section, which is right in between the Skyliner and the lobby. And that mm. was just mm-hmm. super convenient. Well, that's and perfect. Our, jump, our room, jump. Our room had a view of the pool, which is pretty cool. They have a great pool. Nice. There. They do. The big blue pool, if I'm not mistaken, right? The with with crush. And it has the big crush and the yeah. Selfie with crush. That was my Did, first that sounds about right, man. That's yeah. a so there's so there's the Nemo ones you stayed at and then Lion King. And then what's the other there's cars. Cars. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I think those are the family suites. And then there's uh, Little Mermaid, which are the normal hotel rooms. Right. Way off in the distance. Right. 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 Yeah. Which is crazy. I remember watch. I was either watching something or reading uh, about when they were building all of that. And and I remember like Pop Century, right, which is across the the lake. <clears throat> they were originally right. They were doing the decades, and they had done. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, it popped. You can stay in all those still. But they originally built uh, across the bay uh, more hotels. And they started with what is now Little Mermaid, which was supposed to continue the decades. So it was supposed to continue the 2000s, 10s, 20s, and beyond uh, where we are now. And uh, they realized that just wasn't going to be the thing. And they they found the need for, I think, what you ran into, which they needed more uh, family-friendly uh hotel rooms and and since actually uh, uh we were just looking at, at a trip and and uh uh and the newly renovated uh all-star music has uh similarly done uh suites right and with the with the with the updates with the murphy bed and all that in the main room i mean it's basically like being in a in an all-star room with an extra bedroom which is very nice so yeah that's awesome man very cool. Yeah. It was a great layout. Cool. Um, and having the Skyliner is just a great, yeah, easy way to hop over to Studios or Epcot. Um, and then the bus service wasn't bad. I mean, we went to Magic Kingdom uh, our first full day there and waited maybe 10 minutes. And But 
Nice. There were two buses showed up at once and we loaded up and got on over there. That's great. That's awesome, man. So you were there for a few days. What what would what did you get into once again highlight wise? Like top couple of experiences you had during this last trip? So we went with my wife's mom and her sister and her kids. Um and it was their first time going. So I kinda played like mm-hmm. tour guide hey know it all and so kind of gave him a whirlwind tour of what i could uh we only did three days in the park uh one because there wasn't much availability yeah um, as far as park passes go because we kind of planned this last minute so we got covid late october early november and so since we did that we said hey well you know we survived <laughs> covid let's go on a vacation so uh that was the plan so long story short you said highlights we're just favorite favorite things yeah um, we did a well i this was my first time seeing the nighttime shows okay. for yeah. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Studio. So for Magic Kingdom, uh, we did went ahead and did mm-hmm. a dessert party. That way we would get uh, the reserved. Is that still over in Tomorrowland? Area. Over by uh, the old where that old quick service used to be? That's yeah. back in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Tomorrowland yep. Terrace. So so that's where they have the party, and then the viewing area is out on the lawn oh, in front yeah. of the plaza okay. restaurant. And I don't recommend the dessert party for the desserts <laughs> yeah. or the party itself. But I do recommend it for the viewing experience because you just have mm-hmm. space and you don't have to camp out for an hour and a half to get a good spot. Um, you basically yeah. just pay for it. Uh, so like we had a ton of room around us because uh, once, I don't know, like 10 minutes before the show starts, everybody just stands up and Nice. You got a ton of space. It, that's it was great. great. For that. And that's the new show, right? You just said like this, the brand new one they just released a couple, like a week ago or two weeks ago. Yeah. The, the only, the only problem with that viewing area was it was difficult to see the projections okay. on Main Street. It's like you kind of had to like turn your head around and look, but you really couldn't see much. But you could clearly see the projections on Cinderella Castle, yeah. and that that was. That was really cool, neat. man. And then you watched Harmonious, you said, as well? Yeah, saw Harmonious for the first time. That was neat. The projections, like, on the water, kind of like what they did with Fantasmic, but they have the big... Right, right, lake, right. So. Now, what's your, neat. what's your thought? I'm, I'm curious on this. I need, I need to get the expert's opinion. So, obviously, everyone who hasn't listened yet should go back, listen. We're, our podcast is named what it is for a reason. Brian drove friendship boats around uh, the lagoon. So, Harmonious brings all of the stuff into the lake and it's there all the time now right so there's not i'm just curious of your thoughts on do you think that ruins the magic of the epcot world showcase by having those in the the lake already versus bringing them in underneath the the bridge and and from backstage right or, or is it distracting, I guess? I haven't been there since they've, they've done that yet. And Harmony's been around for what, for almost a year now or more? But I, I mean, I obviously haven't been back. But was that distracting at all when you were there? Uh, you know, to be honest, like, I I was being tour guide Barbie. Or yeah, sure, guide, sure, sure. I say. No, Barbie's like, perfect. I didn't really notice it a whole lot okay. because we were, we were moving. We were booking to get from one place to the next. Um, I mean, it, it is huge. Like, it, right. it clearly affects your view of the opposite side of the lake. But I don't know. I think the show itself was worth the daytime obstructions. Sure. It's more Disney-fied, right? It's got the Disney music and stuff layered yeah. in. Yeah. Definitely a lot more Disney in 
harmonious than there was in Illuminations. Sure. Of Earth. Sure. For sure. Sure. And then you saw Fantasmic when it reopened. No. No. Uh, that's not open yet. Uh, they had, I don't know what it's called, some animation thing. Basically just projections. Oh, okay. The, uh, Chinese theater. So it's, the, uh, it's not in the Fantasmic theater. It's in... Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's on the Chinese theater. And that's also, we were at Hollywood Studios for New Year's Eve, and that's where they also had, uh, like, a DJ come in and play cool. a bunch of music. And they had fireworks, like, launch off the Chinese theater. And we had just gotten off of uh, Mickey and Minnie's Railway. And so we had, like, six minutes before midnight, and I was shopping at the little shop right at the exit. And I, had my, I saw my receipt today, and it said, like, uh, 2357. Is the time that nice. I checked out. Two minutes later, I walked out, and uh, it was New Year's, and the fireworks were just right next to you. Um, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot. But sure. It, it was good. Uh, and, you know, for this time of year, the parks did not seem that crowded. So either Omicron, COVID scared people away, or people just thought it'd be too busy, so they stayed home. Yeah. I don't know. Or I was too busy, I didn't even notice that there was a bunch of people there. But it did not <laughs> seem that busy. Yeah, for, for the time of year that it is. Totally. I I think uh, I was watching some of my favorite Disney Instagrammers um, day of and day after. And uh, one of my favorites, uh, the Lost Bros, Cody T and Lex and Cam and team. They uh, Cody was at Epcot uh, New Year's Eve and every country where the ones he went to all had their own like New Year's parties going on which was very cool with their own djs and whatnot so i think that you know if i ever were to go back and experience new year's um at disney i think it seems like from what you stated about the studios which the only the only new year's experience i have at disney is also at the studios and i was at in the tower of terror line when midnight hit i remember that oh. very vividly uh, we were, we were, we were, they closed, but we were there and we were about to go on, but we got to see everything in the line, which is, it was when I was in, it was in 2003, I think is when that was, it was a long time ago, but at any rate, like, I think, uh, as an adult, maybe Epcot is the way to go for New Year's. I don't know. If if you're wanting to have like an experience or yeah. Yeah. New Year's Eve. I agree. Uh, our issue was park pass availability. Mm. Uh, like we didn't plan this till mid-November, and so like we were lucky to get Hollywood Studios because when we initially booked, only Animal Kingdom was available on New Year's Eve, and so uh, I think they closed at like seven. So I don't know what we would have done for New yeah. Year's if I couldn't get into Hollywood Studios because the Magic Kingdom and Epcot they're both open till one, right? But studios right. closed at midnight. You could have gone to the Springs and partied it up at uh, Enzo's Hideaway or um, maybe, but uh, I know. I think in like 2002 or so, I was there for New Year's Eve, and what we did was we just hung out at the boardwalk area. Oh, nice. Stole a view of the fireworks yeah. of Epcot. So I think we would have done that had we not gotten into a park at midnight. No, absolutely. That's a great, great thought. I think anywhere that you can see, I mean, this goes without saying without even the New Year's right experience, like anytime you can be in an area where it's potentially fireworks viewing, it's a good place to be. And the boardwalk totally. is always one of those places, right? You're you're always going to be able to see Epcot and whatever shows going on there, and then potentially, you know, if when Fantasmic's running and when it comes back uh, here, hopefully sooner than later, right? From D23, uh, we'll get back something really cool. You know, you'll see some of the stuff from that too, which is always really fun. Well, nice, man. 
Well, what else is on your mind? You're you're back home. You're planning your next trip. <laughs> well, potentially. Um, I have something on the books for June, but we'll see if it sticks up. Yeah. Sticks around. But uh, this is our first time using Genie Plus and the Lightning Lanes and oh, individual yeah. Lightning yeah. Lanes. Talk to us about that. Uh, yeah. So uh, you can definitely tell that it's worth it at some parks and not so much at others. Okay. After Kingdom, totally worth it. There's a, just a ton of attractions that offer the Genie Plus and the Lightning Lane, so definitely beneficial. Now walk walk us through like what does that mean? Like you you get the Genie Plus, what do you have to do? Like you go to Magic Kingdom, is is it like the old Fast Pass system? What what does that look like? Because I haven't I've done it's some research, but want to hear similar to the original Fast Pass system, the paper system. Okay, oh, yep, the paper one, like the one they had in California. Yeah. Longer, uh, but then I guess they also had it here. But then Disney World, they switched it to where it's online Fast Fast Plus, where you get three, mm-hmm. and then once you're done with three, you can add a new one. But this is like the old one, just digital. And so if you're staying on at a resort, a Disney resort, you can make your first selection at seven in the morning. Yep, which we did. And then you can also purchase your individual lightning lanes at that time. So usually there's two like fancy rides that you got get to pay to ride on top of the $15 for Genie Plus. Uh, but when we went, there was only one fancy ride per park. They've moved one of the fancy rides to the Genie Plus system temporarily, but that's already back to the way it was. So I uh, woke up at 7 in the morning on the 29th for Magic Kingdom and first got a lightning lane for Jungle Cruise. Okay. I had done my research like the week prior to see like which ones disappear first? Mm-hmm. Jungle Cruise always gone. And so, got Jungle Cruise one o'clock. Like park opens at nine. Yeah, and four hours had gone. And sure. Instant. instant. Um, and then I went in and purchased uh, individual Lightning Lanes for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Okay, that's a pretty cool ride. I was that your first time on it? No, 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 no. Um, I I've been a few times. I but. still haven't been on it. It, I am still like, yeah, I've never been on Seven Drawers, but wow. I know, right? It's a good time. I like yeah. it. Like, it's not that thrilling, but it's it's just a good ride. Like, okay. it's, it's not a thrill ride, but it's 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 a good ride. Um, oh, the other thing that we took advantage of was the early morning, uh, like, extra time that you get mm-hmm. at the park because you stay at the resort. So while we were there, you got an extra hour, which was great. At Magic Kingdom, though, you could only do... Uh, Tomorrowland and Fantasyland during that hour. Okay. So we happened, I think we got there probably, we probably got there an hour early, but we took pictures in front of the castle because, like, there weren't a lot of crowds and uh, did all, we did the, uh, like, the photo pass and whatnot. And then we got in and we knocked out three rides real quick uh, Barnstormer, Ariel, and uh, Little Mermaid. And then by that time, we heard the fireworks at the, the castle and we knew oh park's open mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Uh, so then we ran over to Hana mansion and rode that um and then did the uh thunder mountain railroad and then by that time i think it was only 10 o'clock like an hour did the girls ride everything with you the two-year-old did not ride sure a lot i mean she's only right right 32 inches or something yeah so she can't do a whole lot but magic kingdom's her park she can do most of the stuff yep. there yep uh, yeah, I feel bad for her at Epcot and Hollywood Studios because she can't do a whole lot. Yep, totally makes sense. But no, uh, yeah, we had a dining reservation for lunch booked to Tony's. That was yeah. my first time there. I, I haven't been there before. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Italian themed off of uh, Lady in the Tree. Mm -hmm. uh, it was pretty good. Uh, the meatball was good. Um, I actually got the uh, chicken parmesan, but oh, nice. um, the kids didn't eat all their food, so you get to I try it so. all. That's that's the benefit of being a dad. I feel like uh, you know this is what you said. This is episode eight of our podcast. That's crazy. Um, yeah. You know, somehow we need to work into our tagline like we're just two dads uh, going to Disney World talking about our times and uh that's that's a relatable thing i think for as my wife would say the tiktok youths uh but uh she used that phrase once and i, I it's still not on the tiktok brian i think you need to get on the tiktok like i think you know i was just that's what made me think of this i was just sitting there thinking about it. i was like man we need to get on you know the instagrams we need to get on the the tiktoks uh you know all the things you add s's to that don't have s's Right, Reese's, it has an S at the end, but you can mm. you can say it like it's another one. Sonics, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Uh, it's adding those S's that that a good a good Brett would do. Um, Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. Although that one actually is. E.T. E I think that's a Steven Spielberg thing. But yes, absolutely. I uh, I think I think I'm Steven Spielberg. <laughs> what are they gonna put in place of Alien encounter slash oh such great. great escape I don't know man that's a so it's got to be an indoor experience right I mean they, this this should be you know I think we I think we parking parking lot this as we would say at my company which is like saying we're never going to talk about it again but in this case we will I think we we, we parking lot it and say hey uh we should have like a whole thing where we talk about what should be there and if we create a TikTok and or Instagram, we could pull whoever is silly enough to watch our stuff and listen to it and see what they they think about that. I think you and I could come up with our own stuff, but I think that might be a nice uh, way to involve the two people that might be engaged with what we have to what we have to say. Well, I just want to throw out an idea. One of my favorite movies, uh, well, Disney movies, is uh, Wreck It Ralph. I don't know how they could do it. But make it happen, Disney. I like that. I think that's solid. I've always thought. I mean, no, go ahead. That that glass tube breaks. I mean, yeah, it sounds like no, it's a it's a it's I mean, a good idea. Know. No, you're right. In the in the mid and when you're sitting in that theater, which I assume is still there, you're looking at something that's happening. I mean, I I'd have to look at now what Disney owns, you know, and see what what might be fun over there. I mean, there could be some fun stuff you could play with within the Marvel universe. There might be some fun stuff you could play with. Actually, the Marvel Universe would be really tight to see over there. Um, I don't know. I, you're right. There's there's a lot of options, I think, to see what uh, uh, might be in that spot. So for anyone that's listening, expect uh, expect us to become more social. We should do that, Brian. And uh, you can tell us you know, what you think about that. And I think that's a... A logical next step. So we need to hire a social media manager. That's also for anyone that's listening right now and you want to submit your application. Brian and I have free time at 9.30 at night most Mondays. And that's about it. So and we're looking for an intern who is willing to do this unpaid. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Because while we do have a little bit of free time, it's dedicated to sleep. Uh, 
as two dads, right, that have little girls <laughs> and 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 things like that. So, uh, but you know, I I think it would be fun. So look for us to post something socially, and maybe we'll we'll create some social accounts, and uh, we can link those here because I think that would be a a good idea. But I think we're hitting on the mark of a. Uh, a good eighth episode? I think, Brian, what I want to know before we close out this episode, you're you're potentially planning your June trip. From this last trip, was there anything that you wish you would have done that you didn't and that you definitely are going to try to do your next time you go? Well, there is something I wish I would have done, but I can't do it the next time Okay, I go. okay. Uh, I wish we would have written Living with the Land because I saw on, I don't know, AJ's Instagram sure. that uh like they decorate it for christmas uh because oh, let me tell you like, yeah the, yep the holiday overlays that they do on a lot of the attractions was awesome like i had never seen that before like monsters inc they did christmas jokes and well i can't oh J- J- jungle cruise yeah they do jingle, jingle cruise, cruise. yep mm-hmm. and they do christmas themed joke or i guess holiday themed jokes and there were just hints of that like everywhere and it was so cool because like i hadn't seen it because i I don't know. The last time I was there for Christmas, probably like ten years ago, and I'm not sure they did like overlays, quote unquote, back then. Right, right. Your college program was in the spring, wasn't it? You weren't there over the holiday. Yeah. You started in January, and I started right at the end of the forty percent discount, which was and that's all that's important, right? <laughs> I feel like if, as a as former cast members, as current cast members, the discount. For your friends and family makes you one of the coolest people in the world. Yeah, and that backstage uh, store. Right, but in Epcot, like, right? The one that you, yeah, they, do they still have no, that no. back there? It's uh, behind uh, Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, yep, 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 yep. I don't know what it's yep. called, but like, they sell furniture and uh-huh. like old stuff. The, the stuff that they take to the outlets is the same stuff they sell yeah. in there. Yeah. That was real dangerous, especially with Absolutely, absolutely. So the, the next time you go to Disney over the holidays, you will definitely be embracing the overlays more than you did this last time. Yes. So the reason why I can't do it in June is because they won't have it decorated. And Living with the Land is a great ride. In general, it's, it is. it's an overrated ride, or an over, underutilized, not overrated. It is a underrated ride that at max when I've been there has been like a 15 minute wait. And oh yeah, it's yeah, there was so no great. We ran out of time. We're doing so much because we... So I, I know I previously talked about the dining package with for the Candlelight yep. Processional. Yep. And so we, we did the Coral Reef. Food was great. Yeah. Took two hours to eat. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, that just kills me because like, we're there and trying to stay on schedule. And when it takes two hours for... For a meal. Yeah. To eat, it hurts. Yep. And yep. so like we had to leave... Well, so we left Coral Reef, we did Nemo, and then we booked it to the amphitheater in uh, American Adventure. Who who hosted your night? It was uh, Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak? <laughs> yeah, so he wow. opened up with, wow, I'm glad you're all here. However, I know that since you're here, you're not going to be watching Jeopardy, so... Oh, not Jeopardy, sorry. Wheel I was going to say, that was, that was almost yeah. a good joke, Brian, but the... Well, yeah, my, he didn't deliver it well. Well, I was going to say, like... When he was, oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> that cracked me up. Actually, that was a good joke, Brian. I can't even make my joke now because it's not even going to be as good as that one you just did. So well done. Well, 
Well that done. Happens. I feel like that's a good note to close out on. So Pat Sajak was who you saw, and, and I, I'm trying to think of his sign-off. Does he have a sign-off? Like, you lost Wheel of Fortune is probably his sign-off. Like, come back next time. He doesn't have, like, a spay and neuter your they pet. Won today. The gal won, like, fifty-five or 65000 On Wheel of Fortune today? Yeah. Wow. Oh, it was a phrase, and the phrase was something will be amazing, or something like that. I don't well, this podcast exactly. will be amazing. I think that's probably oh, what yeah. the phrase was. And uh, on that note, I think we let that be our closing statement for the eighth okay. podcast of Friendship Safaris. Yeah. See you real soon.